Welcome to Anchor Point, where we believe that the next 30 minutes could change your life forever. So join us to consider the greatest message ever heard, the good news of the gospel, as well as sound scriptural teaching for believers, all based on the Word of God, the anchor for our souls. Well, as you may well know, the Bible is filled with the promises of God. Faithful promises, words that we can count on. And one faithful saying is given in 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 15, and here it is. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. How wonderful is this? The mission of the Son of God in becoming a man was that sinners like ourselves could be saved. You see, we have all fallen short of God's holy standards. We are all willful sinners who not only prefer our own ways to God's, but who also willfully disobey His laws. What chance do we have then of obtaining eternal life the way we are? But thank God that through His favor and grace, a Savior was sent. In today's message, Evangelist Gary Sharp looks at the faithful Word of God, the favored world we live in, and the finished work of Christ on the cross to bring us back to God. And we trust that through this message you will understand more of the love of God for you in the person of His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Beautiful little text. 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 15. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. And I just want you to notice before you move from this text in your Bible, just notice, please, what's on the outside of the envelope. If you look in verse 13, you'll find these three words, I obtained mercy. And if you turn the little envelope of this verse over, and you look down at verse 16, you know what you'll find? You'll find the same three words. I obtained mercy. You know what Paul is saying as he tells us this glorious text of Scripture? He's saying, God didn't give me what I deserve. Oh, that the truth might sink into your soul tonight. Paul says, God didn't give me what I deserved. God didn't leave me alone in my sins and my darkness to dwell. God didn't leave me without hope forever. God didn't shut the door. I obtained mercy. And notice the wonder of the text that he writes. I want you to notice his faithful word. This is a faithful saying. I want you to notice, secondly, a favored world. It says, Christ Jesus came into the world. And I want you to notice, thirdly, a finished work. That work was to save sinners. Oh, thank God tonight. The text that we've spoken and read together is that which is His faithful word. 
This is dependable and reliable. It's factual. It's established. It's trustworthy tonight. Here is somewhere you can rest and rest eternally. Notice what he says. This is a faithful saying. It stands faithful, unchanging, unaffected by all the vicissitudes of life and change and this world of sin. This stands forever. His faithful word. Oh, thank God there's a faithful word from God tonight. This is a faithful Notice it doesn't say it was. It doesn't say it used to be a faithful word. It didn't say it was good enough for Paul, but not good enough for others. It says so clearly, so plainly, it says it is. No maybe about it. This is a faithful word because it's a word from God. What will you do with the words of God tonight? How will you respond to this faithful word? Do you know that even the devil knows that if you took God at His word, you get God's salvation? The devil knows. And that is exactly why he would love to snatch the word away that you have heard right out of your heart, right out of your mind. Because the devil knows. There's a God tonight who's speaking to you. It's a faithful word. Oh, thank God tonight. In the midst of a world of uncertainty and the unexpected, there is a word from God tonight that you can rest upon with your soul and never have to doubt and never have to fear about its authenticity or its power. But I want you to notice tonight, not only does this book speak with its same ancient power and its own authority and power today, but I want you to notice a favored world I don't know if you understand tonight, but this world has been favored. This world has been blessed. This world has been enriched because of one person who has come in. Christ Jesus came into the world. Hundreds of scriptures pointed to this great truth. That the Father would send the Son to be the Savior of the world. And God has kept His word and the Savior came. And Christ Jesus came right down into our world. Right down where we were with the express purpose of reaching your soul and meeting your need for all eternity. As Paul speaks of the wonder of it, he can't keep away the personal aspect from it. He says, I obtain mercy. God didn't give me what I deserved. God didn't leave me alone in my darkness to dwell. But this is a faithful saying that Christ Jesus came into the world. You know, there's a little text that I've gotten to love a lot just recently. The book of Acts chapter 3 and verse 26, and this is what it says. God sent Him to bless you. Do you know why the Savior came? Do you know why we sing down from the glory the Savior came and down to the cross and the death of shame? It was because God sent Him to bring eternal blessing to you and to me. God sent him to bless me. You know, many have come into this world and the most of us haven't affected it very much. And for the most part, we've left little that lasts behind us. I'm thinking of Jonah. And here was Jonah sent with a message from God the Nineveh. And Jonah knew the danger that they were in. He knew what was coming just ahead. Just as believers today understand that there is one who has the power 
to cast both soul and body into hell. But oh, friend, it was one. And he came in all the fullness of the Godhead. And he came down amongst us with mighty, wonderful grace. And he dwelt here in this world and he showed us he was the very one he said he was. And he came from the highest heights and he came into this world. And he came down here. Christ Jesus came. And the world has never been the same. Oh, the wonder of his love. See him coming from above to atone and die for thee. Praise him, praise him cheerfully. Christ Jesus came. The Savior stooped from the heights above. He walked here amongst men. Without him, the whole world would be lost. Without him, friends and neighbors and acquaintances all lost. Without him, my friend, you'll be lost. Christ Jesus came. He came because of you. He came to make an answer for your sin. He came to satisfy God about the problem that you have with God tonight. Your guilt comes up before God. Your sin cries out for heaven's response. And someday, you'll understand what it will be to be without Him. Out of Christ without a Savior. With no hope. You've thought about it, haven't you? But what would it be like to experience it with no hope or refuge nigh? How can you, oh careless sinner, dare to live or dare to die without him? Oh, thank God. Paul says, I obtain mercy. This is a faithful saying. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Thank God the work is done. You know, we are turned in the Bible to one sacrifice. If you were to turn to the book of Hebrews, chapter 10 and verse 12, you would read these words, This man, after he had offered one sacrifice, one sacrifice, one sacrifice for sin, sat down, and that sacrifice has been made, and the precious blood has flowed, and God has been satisfied. If you were to turn in your Bible, you would read these words about being once offered. Once offered. You turn to the book of 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 18, and this is what you'll read. Christ was once offered. Once. Once offered to bear the sins of many. In the book of Hebrews, Christ hath once suffered for sins. Once suffered. 1 Peter. Once. The work is done. The sacrifice for sins completed. The price that must be exacted paid. The sorrows our sin deserved endured. All in the blessed person of the Lord Jesus. And friend, tonight this message has reached your ears. And the truth is, you don't deserve to hear it again until everyone else has heard it for the first time. Oh, the wondrous truth of this. There is a finished work. What the Lord Jesus has done and the price that he's paid is complete and full. He gave himself to bear my sins upon the cross. Do you know what would make the work of the Lord Jesus seem like the most important thing in the world tonight to you? 
Do you have any idea, my friend, to make what would make it the most important thing of all to you? What would make it most important to you is this. If you realized you needed it. If you just could take it in, that's what I need. Man served on the cachalot, which was a whaling vessel. And one day he found himself in an experience he never expected. He found himself sitting on a dead whale. And the whaling ship itself over the horizon, out of sight. You know, when first had seen that boat, he thought it was the ugliest vessel he ever saw. He thought it was absolutely the worst built vessel there ever was in the world. But as he sat that day on that dead whale, his own little boat that he'd been whaling in crushed in a million little splinters. And no one else in sight. When he saw the mast, and when he saw the prow of the cachalot bearing down on him, he thought that boat was the most beautiful thing in the world. What did it mean to him now? It meant safety. It meant salvation. It meant everything to him. Friend, tonight, what do you think of the work of the Lord Jesus? What value has it in your eyes tonight? What think ye of Christ and the work of the cross? If you only knew you needed it, it would be the most important thing. It would be the most urgent thing. It would be the one thing that counted most. The work is finished. The Scriptures tell us, in the words of the Lord Jesus Himself, it is finished. It stands complete and full and free. Oh, thank God. There is tonight a faithful word. This is a faithful saying. There's a favored world, and you've been favored. Remember that day there when Jericho saw the Savior approach? And the Lord Jesus was passing through Jericho. Oh, Jericho was a favored city. And there was a man in a tree named Zacchaeus. And that man, for the first time in his life, realized that he was the most favored individual in the world. When the Lord Jesus looked into his eyes and said, Zacchaeus, he called him by name. Friend, God calls your name tonight. And he says, this work and the coming of the Lord Jesus into the world has favored you beyond compare. God wants to present to you a finished work. It's all done. When the Savior cried to finished, everything was fully done. Tell me, friend, are you looking for more? Or will you be satisfied tonight with what God says is absolutely complete and the wonderful truth of this text reach your soul? Christ Jesus came into the world. Save sinners. You know, there's really only one thing left that's needed. A favorable welcome. You see, you've heard the message. You understand tonight that what God has said, stand forever, and He stands behind it, and He alone can make it good. And this blessing could be yours tonight, because the work is finished. God sent Him to bless you. Big problem comes down to this as to what you will do with it. You know, there's no doubt about what dear Saul of Tarsus did. And what Paul expresses here, he says it's worthy of all acceptation. He says it deserves a welcome by every person who ever hears it. Have you heard it? Have you welcomed it? Have you taken it for yourself? Have you received it? Paul says, I did. I was the sinner that Christ died for. I was the one God sent His Son for. I was the one He made the sacrifice for. It was for me. You know, there was no welcome for the Lord Jesus the first time when He came. The Bible says his own received him not. They had no place, no room. They didn't hold up their arms to him. He was rejected and despised, forsaken. Yes, that was him. My friend, I'm not so concerned about what they did with him the first time. 
What concerns me tonight is what you'll do with him tonight. We met a man. He was a humble bricklayer. And he was working away one day laying bricks in the city that he lives in. And someone came up the street. And the someone that came up the street were carrying packages in their hands and they were seed sores. Turned from his work to receive into his hands a John 3.16 text in his own language. And he read the truth of it. And this is exactly what he did. He took it and he put it over his chest and he says, this is what I need. And that man received Christ and the message that the text brought to his soul of a work that's finished, of a Savior who satisfies. Tell me, friend, has there ever been a time when you received him, when you said, he's the one I need, and thank God he's all I need. He's the Savior of sinners. And you've been able to say, and Christ is the Savior for me. God has given his faithful word. This is a faithful sin. This is a favored world. And friend, you're favored above men. Christ Jesus came into the world. And there's a finished work. That work that was done at the cross when the Savior died. It's a finished work. And all that's left is for you to take it for yourself. It's just exactly what you need. This is a faithful saying. What a welcome it deserves. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. And I, for one, am going to say, it was for me. Yes, all for me. Oh, love of God, so great, so free. Oh, wondrous love, I'll shout and sing. He died for me. My Lord, the King. You know, the night I got saved, I hadn't been, well, I hadn't been willing to sing for a number of years. It was too stubborn. But I sang all the way home that night. I didn't care who heard me. My old companions, fare you well. I will not go with you to hell. I mean with Jesus Christ to dwell. I will go. Friend, have you welcomed the message that comes from God? The provision that God has made for your soul. If you've never done it until now, now is the hour. This is the moment. Don't delay. Take it in tonight. It was for me. You're listening to Anchor Point with evangelist Mr. Gary Sharp and a message entitled, Faithful Words to a Favored World. If this or any of our Bible messages here at Anchor Point has made you aware of God's interest in you, or if you'd like some literature or a visit that would help you to understand these important truths, why don't you drop us a line at email at anchorpointradio.com. We'd love to hear from you. We're glad that you were able to join us at Anchor Point today. Anchor Point is sponsored by Christians who are meeting in various gospel halls. Each of these Christian assemblies holds gospel services as well as regular prayer and Bible studies throughout the week. No collection is ever taken, and a very warm welcome awaits you. And if you've been challenged by today's message, would like to know more about the truth of the gospel, or of gathering under the name of our Lord Jesus Christ following New Testament principles, please feel free to check out our website at anchorpointradio.com. There you will find more information, as well as the location, programs, and meeting schedules for the Gospel Hall nearest you. My name is John Sharp, and thank you once again for listening. And we invite you to join us again next week at the same time for Anchor Point, where we believe that in times like these, you need a Savior. And in times like these, you need an anchor.